Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Kiddushin daf Mem Vav. We are holding on daf Mem Hey Amid Beis, five lines from the end of the page. Niskadsha Shalolid Das Avia. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children, Natalie Lishmas's mother, Golda Basimcha Da Shalom, and also by the Virtual Halacha program, a program under the auspices of Harav Nevin Sal Shlita, geared toward working professionals to learn halacha at a high level with a smicha option. Visit vhalacha.com for more information about the new Zman. So we are uh, in the middle of a discussion of what happens when a katana is, uh, is, takes nisu in shalola dasavia. So we were talking about, we had two cases yesterday, one she, where she was niskadsha, ledasavia, nisei shalola dasavia, and her father is out of town. The other case where she was niskadsha, ledasavia, nisei shalola dasavia, and her father is in town and is shasak. And now we're going to have a third case where she's Niskadsha Shalolida Savia and Nisei Shalolida Savia, and the father's right there the whole time and he doesn't say a word. So, what do we assume? Do we assume that the father approves, or do we assume that the father is sitting there simmering and, uh, and disagreeing with everything and he's just so angry he can't even speak? So how do we uh, how do we deal with that? Then the Gemara is going to talk about if a Tana took kiddushin uh, without her father's das, and then she uh, and and and, and uh, is she allowed to back out, or is only the father allowed to back out of such a kiddushin? And the Gemara is going to bring a raya to uh, to that issue from a case of mefate, and that's going to bring us to the Mishnah. Then the Mishnah is going to have three different halachos about being mekadesh with multiple uh, multiple acts and. And uh, like you give well, one date and you say and then another date so does, does each one does one of them on its own independently need to be worth a pruta in order for the condition to be valid or if collectively altogether they're worth a pruta is that good enough so the Gemara is going to have three different permutations three different halachos relating to that the Gemara is then going to question the third halacha in the Mishnah is clearly building off of one of the previous halachos in the Mishnah the the question is which one, halacha number one or halacha number two? And then the Gemara is going to draw three halacha conclusions from uh, from something that uh, that that, uh, that that Rabbi Ami uh, says uh, that uh, re- relating to uh, to our Mishnah. So three general halacha conclusions about uh, about kiddushin. And then on Amud Beis, the Gemara is going to discuss what happens if someone is mekadesh someone where the kiddushin is clearly not tofes. He uh, gives kesef kiddushin to his sister, and he says, So obviously there's no kiddushin. What happens to that money? Who owns that money? Does it go back to him? Does his sister keep that money? What did he mean when he gave such money to his sister? Then the Gemara is going to have two questions on, uh, on, on, on the Mishnah um, from in, in Chala, that, it, that someone is ma- who is mafresh with, uh, who is mafresh kemach, that it's Gezel Biad Kohen. So the Gemara is going to quote this Mishnah in Chala, and we're going to have two questions on the Mishnah in Chala about a case of Gezel Biad Kohen, where you give such a Chala to, uh, to the Kohen. So let's begin five lines from the end of the page on Daf Mem Hey Amid Beis. Niskat Shalolodas Aviyah Viniseis Shalolodas Aviyah Khan. Let's say she accepts the Ketana, this little girl, uh, accepts Kiddushin without Das Aviyah, 
and does Nisuin without Tasavia, and the father is there the whole time and he doesn't say a word. So Rafuna Amar Ochelas. Rafuna says it's Chazaka that the father was interested in the Kiddushin, and that's why his Shtika is Kehoda'a, and therefore, if the husband that she accepted Kiddushin and Nisuin from is a Kohen, she can eat Truma. Whereas Rabbi Yimri Baraba Amar Eina Ochelas. Rabbi Yimri says, no, she cannot eat, uh, eat Truma uh, because uh, there is no, uh, no Kiddushin. Uh, we have to be choshesh, so maybe the father is not nisratza. So Amar Ula Hadrafuna, that which uh, the daughter that Sinskach of Anisa Shalodasavia, when her father's here, that, she, that which Ravuna says that she's Mukadashas and she can eat Truma, is Kechometz Lashinayim Ukaashan Leinayim. It is as difficult to accept. It is like vinegar on the teeth. It is like smoke in the eyes because it doesn't make any sense. Hashta Umahasam to Kiddushita Raisa Amrit Lo Achla. Even the case where she was in the Skadja Lidasavia, where the Kiddushin is Chal Torah. And nevertheless, Ravuna had said that she does not eat Truma because maybe the father's not masking to the Nisuin, uh, which, uh, which may have been, which was done Shaloladaito. So, in a case where even the Kiddushin was Shaloladaito, so this should be worse. Lokolchkein, all the more so that uh, we have to be Choshesh, that maybe the father is not happy about this and therefore she should not be allowed to eat Truma. If even in the case where, uh, where where the father was involved and approved of the Kiddushin and he just wasn't involved in the Nisuin, we say, well, maybe the father's not happy about the Nisuin and she can't eat Truma. So if the father wasn't even involved in the Kiddushin, of course she's not going to be allowed to eat Truma. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara rather, uh, Ula concludes, Talmud. I think Rabbi Yirmiya Bar Abba, who is a Talmud of Rafuna, is therefore more correct than the Rabbi, because uh, he holds that the daughter that's Niskach of Shalolidasavia is not going to be able to eat truma, and that seems to be what makes more sense. Now, by saying the words near and Talmud, he's saying that Rabbi Yemir Baraba is a Talmud of Rav Huna, right? He's uh, clearly assuming so. Now, Tosos over here in Dibra Maskel Nirin uh, just raises the question that our Gemara implies that Rabbi Baraba was a Talmud of Rav Huna, but in Brachos of Chavzayin and Beis, it sounds like he was a Talmud Chaver to Rav, and Rav was a Rebbe of Rav Huna, which would have put him on a higher uh, level than Rav Huna, meaning if he was a Talmud Chaver of Rav, and, uh, and Rav Huna was a Talmud of Rav, so then uh, Rav Yirmi Barabbal is on a higher level than, uh, than Rav Huna, and not the Talmud of Rav Huna. So uh, Tosas answers that there must be two Rav Yirmiyas. One of them was a Talmud Chaver of Rav, and the other one was a Talmud of Rav Huna. Tosas and Mesechus Psachim Kovavim Beis um, uh, raises the question as well, and he says even, uh, that they, uh, the, the Raya, that they're two different people, is that they have, they have two different names. Uh, in the Gemara and Brachos, most of the uh, versions of the Gemara and Brachos have a girsa Rav Yirmiya, whereas over here the girsa is Rabbi Yirmiya. Uh, the problem is, our girsa is not really Rabbi, Rabbi Yirmiya. Our girsa is Rav Yirmiya, but Tosas had a girsa that uh, over here it's Rabbi Yirmiya, over there it's Rav Yirmiya, and therefore you see it's a clear raya that these were two different people. Okay, so now we said so he's more correct than his Rabbi, he's more correct than Ravuna. So I'm a Rava, Rava says, I can justify, I can explain why Ravuna thinks that when the father was not 
involved in the kiddushin. So uh, then she's uh, she's she when the father was involved in the kiddushin, she's not allowed to eat truma. And even so, when the father was not involved in the kiddushin, we assume it is a good kiddushin and nisuin, and she's allowed to eat truma, even though it seems counterintuitive. So Rava, my time with Ravuna, why does Ravuna hold that when she was both niskatcha and nises shalomi dasavia that she may eat truma, even though even the kiddushin was shalomi dasavia? Because that's a group of the point. Since while the father's alive, she accepts Kiddushin and Isuin on her own without the father's das, and she's acting like she doesn't have a father at all, and the father sees all that and doesn't say anything, that's clearly the father being maskim, and he's saying, I'm giving up, and he's a chus, I have my daughter, and let her be on her own, and he's moda to whatever she wants, whatever she's doing. That's a shtika kahoda'a. When the Kiddushin, though, was midasa, the other father's saying, I still want a hand in this. I'm still interested in what my daughter is doing. And then when she uh, does the Nisu in Shaloladas, his shtika can be interpreted as he's so upset, he can't say anything. That here I am, I try to be involved in the Shidduch, I accepted the Kiddushan, and she goes on her own, and she does the Nisu on her own. So that's a sign of anger. But when he allows everything to happen without any of his involvement, and he sits there quietly the whole time, then we don't take it as a sign of anger. We take it as a sign of shtika kehoda'a. So now, uh, another din of Kiddushin Shlomi Dasav, Itmar, Ketana Shinaskatcha Shlomi Dasavia. Ketana takes Kiddushin without her father's approval. So Amarav, Bain Avia, Yecholun Akiv. So Rav says, both she, the girl herself, she wants to be Mavatal the Kiddushin before the father ever hears about it and approves of it. Or the father, if as soon as he hears about it, either one is allowed to say that this kiddushin is batal. Ravasi Amar Aviyav Lohi. Ravasi says, no, the father has the right to be ma'akev, but not, not, not her. If the father is interested and approves of the kiddushin, then, uh, the, then even if the daughter says, I changed my mind, I don't want it, she's still mukadeshas anyway. So Eisri Ravuna Ravasi, Ravuna challenges. Ravasi, Ravasi says that it's all in the hands of the father, it's not up to her at all. Vami Ravasi, and some say the Chiyah Barav challenged Ravasi that we have a brisa that it says in the Torah in the case of Mefata Esabasula that if a man tries to uh, seduce a Basula to marry him so he said that if the father refuses to give her over to him so Kesev Yishkal Kamara Basulos then there's a payment that's involved that if the father does not want his daughter to be given over to the Mefata then the Mefata has to pay a Kanas for being Mefata the girl for seducing the girl in Tabia. So the Gemara is Medayik, Ainli Elavia. From the Pasuk, I only know that the father is able to uh, to to, uh, be, to to reject this, uh, to reject the proposal of marriage. But he Atzma Minai, and how do I know that the girl herself can also reject the uh, the, the marriage possibility over here? Tamalomer Imain Yimain. The Torah has a double lashon to tell me Mikalmakom that even if the daughter is the one that's refusing, uh, then uh, she the, the there will be a collection of a payment and the marriage will not happen. So the Chorah, the case is that the man is Mefata Lashem Ishus, meaning Mefata means he seduced her to have beer with him. But what, what was what was his intention? Was it only for Bias 
Nus, or was he uh, was he trying to marry her? So the Pashtus is that we're talking about. The Gemara is assuming that he's mefat l'shem ishus. He's hoping that 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 bia is uh, is a bia l'shem kiddushin. And the Torah is telling me that if the father or the daughter refuses the kiddushin that was already done, that kiddushin could be batel directly against the sheet of Ravasi, because this is exactly a case of a katana that does a kiddushin shalola dasavia. Over here it's a kiddushin bia shalola dasavia. And the Pasuk is telling me that either she or the father have the right to say, no, this is not a Kiddushin, and to back out of that Kiddushin. Against Ravasi, who says that only the father has the right to back out of that Kiddushin. So isn't this a raya against Ravasi? Samalu Rav. So Rav says to Rav Huna, uh, his Talmud and Tuchia, his son, don't ask a kasha that doesn't have any basis to it. It's very easy to answer this one. I mean, you yourself acknowledge that the uh, that the the, the uh, basis of your uh, challenge is that you're making an assumption of the case that you're making an assumption that it was a um, uh, that he's mefatel shem kedushin. No, maybe when he's it's when he's not mefatel shem kedushin, he's mefatel the girl for l'shem's nose. He has beer with her l'shem's nose, so there is no kedushin, and that's why the daughter could be ma'akev. But maybe if the little girl was mekabelas kedushin, so she loses the right to be ma'akev. The father could still be ma'akev, but not her. So the Gemara says, really. You're going to say that the pasuk is talking about that this pasuk is talking about where he's mefatel shames nus pita shalol shemishos krabai. Do I need a pasuk to tell me that the father or the daughter could uh, reject the kiddushin when uh, when the the, the bia was shames nus? The bia was never l'shem kiddushin anyway. She wouldn't be uh, miskadeshes anyway because there was no kiddushin. So I don't need a pasuk to tell me ma'ain ma'ain that both the father and the daughter could refuse. There was never a ma'isik kiddushin. The Torah is not telling me that through the miyun she's allowed to get remarried somebody else, but it's lomar It's just telling me that if the daughter refuses to to get married to this guy, then the guy owes a chiv knas that he has to. When you're mafata a girl, you got to pay a knas. That's the chiddush of the pasuk that he's going to be chayv to pay the knas um, like uh, when when uh, when the daughter refuses, just like she would he would be chayv to pay the knas when the father refuses. Uses the kiddushin. Now, Rav Yosef now brings a raya that the pasuk is talking about, where he was mefata the girl shelo l'shem ishus. Amalei Rav Yosef ihachi. If uh, in fact you are correct. Now I understand what it says in the Brisa that darshins from this pasuk mahori ma'arena loli isha to tell me that the mafuta needs a kiddushin from the mafata meaning you need to do another act of kiddushin so the impita l'shem ishas kiddushin amali but if the original act of bia was l'shem kiddushin why would you need another act of uh, of kiddushin so it must be that she was uh, meaning she, after all she would have been mukadeshes with the original uh, bia. So it must be that the original bia was L'shem's Nus. It was not an act of Kiddushin, and therefore she's going to need a separate Kiddushin. So uh, Abaye rejects this Raya. Amalei Abaye, Abaye says back to Rav Yosef, don't bring a Raya from this Brisa, because it could be that uh, even if he was Mephatel L'shem Ishus, you need another Kiddushin, and she's not going to be Miskadeshes with that original Kiddushin that happened already. Tzricha Kiddushin L'dasavia. Maybe you need another Kiddushin that this time is going to be done L'dasavia. 
Dasavia, whereas the first Kiddushin was not done L'dasavia. So maybe you need to upgrade the Maisa Kiddushin, even though the Maisa, a Maisa Kiddushin happened already. So you can't necessarily bring a Raya that the Pasuk is talking about where he was Boba L'shem's Nus and not L'shem Kiddushin. Okay, period. Now we begin a new Mishnah. So the Mishnah discusses Ha'omelisha Scott three cases. Case number one, Ha'omelisha Scotchili Bitamarazo, his Scotchili Bazo. So he says to a woman, I want you to be Mukdash to me with this date, and then he gives her another date, I want you to be Mukdash to me with this date. So he gives her two dates. So Mieshba Achsman Shava Pruta, if either one of the dates is worth a Pruta, Mukadashas. Then she's Mukadashas with the one that's worth a Pruta. But Vimlav, if neither of them independently are worth a Pruta, Aina Mukadashas, then she's not Mukadashas. And even if together they're worth a Pruta, she's not Mukadashas, because he said his Skadshi twice. So he wasn't trying to be Mukadashur with both of the dates at the same time. He meant Obazu, Obazu, that one or the other. And it has to be one or the other, has to be worth a Pruta. Now, Tosri Azakin points out that when we say Aina uh, Mukadashas, if neither of them is worth a Pruta independently, it means Aina Mukadashas Bevadai, but it's still at least a Safe Kiddushin. Because Shmuel had taught us back on Daf Yud Beis Amid Aleph that a person is Makadesh Isha B'Tamara and it's not worth the Shav Pruta where you are right now. It's still suffering Mekudeshes because we have to be Choshesh that it might be worth a Pruta in a different place uh, where where uh, where where uh, Tamara are not as easily uh, available. So if you have a place where 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 Tamar is a much rarer fruit, so it might be worth a Pruta there. So we have to be Choshesh for such a kedushin. It means she's not Mekudeshes. In the Sefer Shashanam Ludavid, he says, yeah, and that's why the Mishnah Dafka chose a case of a Tamara and not Yerakos, because Yerakos, by the time you schlepped it to the other place, would already be spoiled. So you only have to look at how, what it's worth over here. But a, a Tamar tends to last longer. So even if it's worth a Shavu to somewhere else, that would still give it, the, in essence, uh, the status of something that's worth a Shavu because it's possible to bring it to that somewhere else. Okay, that is Halacha number one in the Mishnah. Halacha number two of the Mishnah, he gives her many different uh, tomorrows, and he says to her that you should be Mekadoshes to me, bzo, 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 but he only uses the word Mekadoshes once, and he just says bzo, 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 and he gives her this date, that date, that date, so in Yeshav Puta Bekula Mekadoshes, so if, with the Tziruf of all of the values of these tomorrows together, there is Puta, then she's Mekadoshes, but if even with the Tziruf of all of them together, it's not worth the Shav Puta, then she's not Mekadoshes. And then the third case, Haisa Ochelas Rishona Rishona, is if as she's giving him a tamara, uh, he she keeps eating one at a time before he gives her the next one. Then ain't a mukadeshes. Then even when all together they're worth a shavuputa, she's not mukadeshes. Actually, baxman shavuputa. You need one of them to be worth a shavuputa. Otherwise, uh, they're not going to be mitzdarif with uh, with each other because they're never. She never is holding on to more than one at a time. The second you give her one, she pops it in her mouth, and another one she pops it in her mouth. So therefore, they're not mitzdarif. So mantan is kachi is kachi. Who is the tan of our mission? That holds that only if you say do you mean to be with each one independently? But if you were to say then he wants to only be with the tziruf of all of them. Meaning, who is the Tana that makes the distinction between case number one and case number two of our Mishnah? This is the sheet of Rabbi Shimon who says in a different context about five people that are Tovea, a from one guy that he owes uh, that he owes them a picado and he says Shvua Shein Lucha Biadi 
v'lo l'cha, v'lo l'cha, v'lo l'cha. And it turned out that the shvuah was a shvuah l'sheker, that he's only chay of one carbon shvuah, uh, but, uh, because uh, it's all considered one big shvuah. But if he says shvuah l'cha, shvuah l'cha, shvuah l'cha, then it would be uh, five separate, uh, separate shvuahs. So that distinction follows the shita of, uh, of Rabbi Shimon. This is a sugya m'sach shvuah t'aflam and chasam and alaf. There's machlokas tanoim in the b'risa over there, if a person is nitva by many people to return a pikadon that he's supposedly holding for them and he's nishba l'sheker, uh, that he doesn't have any of it, so does he, is he chayv a carbon shvuah for each of the tovim uh, independently or he's only chayv one carbon shvuah for all of it? So Rabbi Meir's shita over there was that if he included all of them in a single lashon, he's only chayv one carbon. But if he uh, was mefarit, he's chayiv al kol echad ve'echad. But Rameir doesn't explain what does it mean to be kolel all of them in a single lashon, and what does it mean to be mefarit separately for each of them. So that's machlokas amoraim, what Rameir holds. According to Shmuel, Rameir holds that we're mechalik between a guy saying, shvua she'eni chayiv lolucha, I'm sorry, lolucha, without a vav, without a vav a chibur, saying vilolucha, where over there he's, uh, he's, he's, uh, taking a shvua to each of them and he's chayiv a karban for each and every shvua versus if he says where there's an extra vav in that case he's only going to be chayiv one carbon. that's how Shmuel understands Rabbi Meir's distinction between klal and prat whereas Rabbi Yochanan says that no, Rabbi Meir doesn't make such a distinction he always means to take a shvua to each one independently unless he says shvua she'en lachem biyadi unless he doesn't even say lacha he says to the whole group, I want Shavua for all of you that I don't have anything. Only then is that called that he's called all everybody together and he's only going to be chayiv one Shavua. That's Rabbi Meir Shita um, and two opinions of how to understand Rabbi Meir Shita. Rabbi Yehuda's Shita is that if he says Shavua she'ini chayiv lo l'cha v'lo l'cha he's chayiv in each one independently because that Lashon is mashma that he's taking a Shavua to each one. But if he says Shavua she'ini chayiv lo l'cha lo l'cha without the Vavachibur then it's just one Shavua for all of them, he's only chayiv one carbon. Rabbi Eliezer's shita is that if he says a lashon shvua by the last by the last one, then it's considered a shvua for each and every one. I Meaning, if he says shvua, then it's a shvua for each one. But otherwise, it's only one big shvua. And then Rabbi Shimon's shita is that it's uh, it's always only one shvua unless he says to each one a separate lashon of shvua. Shvua sheini chayiv lecha. Shvua sheini chayiv lecha. So that's what uh, we're saying that it's dafka that last sheet of Rabbi Shimon, who must be the Tana of our Mishnah. So now, the Mishnah had said that a, wo- a man gives a woman many tomorrows, and he says, Haray so we said if they're all together we're the Shavapruta she's Mukadeshas. but we then said at the end of the Mishnah if she eats the first one before she gets the second one she's Eini Mukadeshas unless each uh, unless one of them was worth a Shavapruta without being Mitzari with the other ones so hey which part of the Mishnah is that halacha that last halacha going on that if she eats the, fir- the, the first one before she gets the second one that she's Eini Mukadeshas unless it's worth a, unless each one is worth a Shavapruta Ilema Aresha, if we're talking about in the case of the Rasha who said Iskachili Bitmarzu, Iskachili Bazu, Mario Khalas, a film Nami, Iskachili Bazu Kaamar, then you don't need the fact that she ate it. We already said in the Rasha that uh, that one of them needs to be worth a Shavapruta independently. So it can't be going on the case of the Rasha. The case of the Rasha, even without eating it, uh, one of them has to be worth a Shavapruta. Ella Asefa. So it must be that this halach is going on the safe of Mishnah, that it was Makadishru with many tomorrows that are 
are all mitztarif to a shir of Shavaputa, and the Mishnah says that uh, she's she's only mukadeshes if she has all the tomorrows in front of her at one time, so that they could be mitzarif with each other. But if she keeps eating them as they come in, then she's zayin mukadeshes unless one of them is worth a pruta. So ask the Gemara, vafilu bekamaisa. Do do we say even in a case where uh, the the one of the first tomorrows is worth a shavaputa that she already ate, that she's going to be mukadeshes vamilvihi? If the kedushin is not is not uh, nigmar until she finishes all the tomorrows, it turns out that at the time that she ate them, so it's it's as if she was borrowing them from the man who's being mekadisher, and therefore she's being miskadeshes with the mechilas halva, and we have a klal a mekadish b'milva ena mekudeshes. So how does the uh, kedushin work? I mean, you're going to tell me that uh, that that that. Uh, that even one of the earlier uh, the, uh, tomorrows are uh, are worth a shavuot that she's mukadeshes lechora. That's a case of mukadesh b'milva. Some Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Shulchan, Rabbi Basar, Rabbi Saki, Ein Lanu Lechol. He says uh, an expression that we have a table over here, we have meat over here, we have a knife, but we don't we don't have the ability to eat. It's as if we don't have a mouth with which to eat. Meaning here we have a mishnah beferish in front of us, and we have no idea how to interpret this mishnah. Meaning the uh, Rabbi Yudanasi tried to do us a favor and organize all the Mishnayis and he set up a table for us He put, but we don't have the, the capacity to be able to understand the Mishnah to try to know what he wants from us so Rav Shmuel and Amri Rav and Shmuel both explain the Mishnah as follows Li'olam Aresha this case of the woman eating before the Gemara Kiddushin that she's Enim Kodeshas is talking about on, is going back on the Resha that talks about a man who says to a woman Hizkat Shilibi Tamarzu Hizkat Shilibi Zu Velomi Bayaka Amar and the Mishnah is telling us a Chiddush not only in the case where she sets it aside and then takes the next date and sets that aside and takes the next one without eating it, that only if it's if one of them is worth the Shavaputa is she Mukadeshas. And if none of them are worth the Shavaputa independently, she's not Mukadeshas, Avalochelas. But even in a case where she, as soon as she gets the first date, she eats that first date before she gets the second one, where I would have thought, that since she got Hana from the date, it's so so immediately after receiving it, so as soon as she gets it and eats it, she's megala that she wants it. So I would think she's willing to be makna herself and to give herself over for kedushin with that date, even though it's not a shavaputa. So kamash and that it still needs to be a shavaputa. So the chiddush of the third case is not that uh, that that if one of them is worth a shavaputa, she's mukadeshas. It's the chiddush is that even if none of them are worth a shavaputa, she's not mukadeshas. I would have thought that even if none of them is worth a Shavaputa, that she'd be Mukadeshis because she's so she's so she's showing that she's so excited about it and she's so interested in these dates that she keeps eating them. So I would think that to her that's worth the Shavaputa because she shows that she has great interest in these dates. So that's the Kiddush of the last line of the Mishnah. That when they're not worth a pruta, when each one is not worth a pruta, and he said about each one, Skachili Bazoo, Skachili Bazoo, she's Aina Mukadeshas. Uh, however, Rabbiani Amar Liolamasefa. Rabbiami disagrees. He says, no, this halach is going on the safe of the Mishnah, where he's Makadishur Bazu, Bazu, Bazu. So my Ache Baachman Shavaputa. So then what does the Mishnah mean when when uh, when it says that if one of them is worth a Shavaputa, she's Mukadeshas, Ache Bachrona Shavaputa. Not like we originally thought that even if the first one that she had already popped in her mouth is a Shavaputa, that would be a valid Kiddushin. No, that would be Makadish Bemilva. It has to 
likely that the last one is worth a Shavapruta, but if one of the earlier ones were a Shavapruta, she would not be Mukadeshes, because since she ate it before the Gemara Kiddushin, we view it like a Halva'a, and you can't be Miskadeshes, Buddha Mechilas, Halva'a. So Rav says, wow, if that's how Ravami is interpreting our Mishnah, Shemamina, Mid Rabbi Ami Tlas. We see three halachos that emerge from Rabbi Ami's interpretation of our Mishnah. Number one, Shemamina Mekadish Bimilva Inam Gadashas. That if a person is Mekadish Nisha by her being Mochel Achov, that, uh, that, that, uh, that, or him being Mochel Achov, that he has, that she, that, that she owes him, that that is not a valid Kiddushin. Because Rabbi Ami said, how could we explain our Mishnah if she ate the first, uh, Date, we view that as just a milva, and it must be that she's Edom Kadashas, unless the last date is worth the Shavaputa. So he's taking that as a given that Makadish Bemilva is Edom Kadashas. If you're Makadish with the Mechilas Alva'a, that that's a, what you're giving the woman is, you don't owe me anything anymore, that's Edom Kadashas. A second in that we see from Rabbi Ami, Ushmamina, Makadish Milva Pruta, Daita Pruta, that if a person is Makadish Ni'isha with a Mechila of a Chov that she owes him money, and in addition to that gives her a Pruta, then it does work as a Kiddushin, because in, the, in our case, that's exactly what's happening. Whatever dates she ate initially, those are all chov, and he's being mochel, that chov. But then the last date that he gave her was worth a pruta. That's an actual Maisa Kiddushin with a pruta. So he's Mekadisha with a Mechilas Milva plus a pruta, so, so we assume that Daita a pruta, and therefore she's Mekudashas with that pruta. And the third thing we see from Rabbi Ami, Ushmamina, Mo'us Bial Mechosrim. We also learn that a person with money and the Kiddushin is not Chal for whatever reason the money is, that is not given as a Matana to the woman it's considered a Pikadon and she's going to have to return the money to the Makadesh so therefore if a person is Makadesh and Isha with many dates and he says where the Kiddushin is not going to be Chal until the uh, final date is given so it's, it's considered a Pikadon unless that Kiddushin is Chal or until that Kiddushin is Chal and if she eats from each one uh, prior to that it's and she's not going to be miskadeshes. So we see that if you're giving something the shame kiddushin, but for one reason or another it doesn't work, she doesn't get to keep it. We assume that it's a loan and she's going to have to return it. So if the last date is worth a shavuot good. So then there's a kiddushin. Then it's a mechilas chov as well. She gets to keep it. But if that last date's also not worth a shavuot then he she owes him the value of all of those dates that she had eaten up until that point. And that leads us into a machlokas about Mo'os being Chosrim when you try to give something the same Kiddushin. Itmar, HaMakadesh Achoso. Whatever person is Makadesh, his sister, he gives money the same Kiddushin to his sister. Obviously, the Kiddushin is Nachal, so it's Machlok Samarayim, what the status of the money is. Rav Amar, Mo'os Chosrim. Rav says that uh, the, the, the sister has to give back the money that she got for Kiddushin because uh, she's obviously in the Mukadeshes, so it was given under false pretenses. She has to give it back. Shmuel Amar, Mo's Matana. Shmuel says, nah, the money's a gift. She can keep the money. So Rav Amar, Mo's Chosrim. Rav says the money goes goes back to the Mekadesh, to the brother, because everybody knows that a sister is uh, is him, it's an Issacharis, and there's not going to be a Tfisas Kiddushin uh, by Chayav Ekrisus, right? You don't have to have that much of a Jewish education to know, uh, to that, to know that much. So, he was obviously just giving it as a Bikadon, and therefore, as a Bikadon, she has to return the, the, uh, the Bikadon. Um, the, uh, uh, the, 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 uh, the, so that's the, the assumption, meaning it's a, it's a given that uh, everybody knows it's the most obvious thing. Uh, the Gemara even uses 
there's an expression that in barlo ka'achoso she asurlo, that if something is so clear, like that your sister is usher to you, right? Meaning that's like considered the most clear and obvious halacha in all of halacha. So, uh, so obviously a person is aware of that, so he intends to give it l'shem pikadon. So ask the Gemara if his kavana was to give it l'shem pikadon, why doesn't he just tell her I'm giving it to you as a pikadon? So what a weird thing to do. He gives it to her l'shem kiddushin, and then but he has an intention to give it l'shem pikadon. So he's worried that if he tells her that, she's not going to be willing to accept the money as a pikadon. So he says he's giving her for a kiddushin. But his kavana the whole time was l'shem pikadon. Uh, why that would be better, and she'd be happy to get it l'shem uh, kiddushin, I think it just means that she thinks she gets to keep it. So, uh, so maybe that, and he knows she's not going to want to receive uh, whatever, he's not gonna, she's not going to want to be indebted to him. So Shmuel Savar, Mo'us Matana. And Shmuel holds that the money is a matana. Why? Of course, I start with the same premise. Everybody knows that there's no Tzvi's Kiddushin with the sister. The Gomer Venasim, the Shumatana. So he must be giving it to the Shumatana. The name of the Shumatana, why not just uh, give it, tell her that you're giving it to the Shumatana? Savar Ksifala Milse. He figures she's going to be embarrassed to receive a matana from him. So he doesn't want to give it as a, say it's a l'shem matana, so he says l'shem kiddushin, because it's embarrassing to have to receive a monetary gift from your brother in order to make ends meet. So Masav Ravina, Ravina challenges, we have a Mishnah Meseches Chala, if a person is mafresh is chala before he turns it into a dough, when it's still just flour, eno chala. That that kemach is not chala, because the Torah says reishes ariso sechem chala truma. So it's only after the preparation of the dough that you're supposed to be mafresh chala, and then we add on the gesel biad kohen, and that kemach is considered stolen in the hands of the kohen if the kohen does not return it. Now my gesel biad kohen. Why do we assume that that's stolen kemach in the hands of the kohen? According to Shmuel, that a person is Makadish Achoso, we assume he men, means to give it as a matana, maybe it's equally obvious to people that you can't be Mafrishkala from Kemach. Clearly, he means to give it as a matana. So, answers the Gemara, uh, he wants to give it Lashem Matana, but still the coin has to return. Even though the guy intended to give it to the coin as a matana, still it would be a big Chorba if he doesn't return it. It's going to be a big if he doesn't return it. Why? Sometimes the coin is going to have in his house less than the shear of which is the shear of a dough that's chayiv and chala. Vahai, and, and uh, in, in now in, we, when you count this flour into it, uh, he's going to need all of the flour together that he has in his house that he got from the Israel. And now it's going to be a shear chala. And he's going to assume that his dough is already musukeres, and it does not require afrashuschala, because the kemach that he had in his house was less than a shear, and the kemach that this Yisrael gave to him, he's going to assume as a status of chala, and something that has the status of chala does not require a separate afrasha, and he's not going to be mafrashchala from it. He also has to be mafrashchala if, if he has regular dough. So he's going to think this is not a regular dough, but he doesn't realize that the flower that he received from the Yisrael wasn't chala, it was only a matana, and 
therefore he's going to have to be Mafresh Chal. So that's why we say Gezel Biyavko and just return it. So it says Marvam and told him Yodei Shem Mafresh Chal Kemach. But why would he think that it has that it has the status of Chala? I thought everybody knows you can't be Mafresh Chal in a Kemach, and the Kohen is getting it as Kemach. So Yodei Ve'Ene Yodei. He knows it, but he doesn't know it so clearly. Yodei Shem Mafresh Chal Kemach. He knows he's not supposed to be Mafresh Chal as Kemach. Ve'Ene Yodei the Sefer Tav Mayim Mayim Mishum Tirchad the Kohen. What he doesn't know is he assumes that the reason you're not allowed to be Mafresh Chal Kemach is because that's a big tircha for the Kohen, that he now has to prepare the dough. The tircha the Kohen, achilte. And he figures, okay, samocha that tircha, I'll take it as flour, and now it will be chala. And he's going to think that it has, it, it, it has the possibility of being chala if he's mochel the tircha. But that's in fact not true, it's just not chala. So now another kasha on this teretz. Why do the Chalim have to say, have to be misakin, that he has to be mafrish? That he has to return the challah the, the, to the to the mafresh. Uh, we could say that let the coin keep it. Vitavi truma, and instead of the chum being masaki, that it's gezel biyad coin, and he better return it. Say that it's not gezel biyad coin. He's allowed to keep it, but it has the status of truma that it should have the din of challah v'lotochal atchiyotzei lechalav makomacher. And the, uh, the let the chum paskin to the coin that he's not allowed to eat it unless he's mafresh challah from another dough for it as well. Milo tnan. After all, don't we have a similar din in Masechus Tamai that if a person is mafresh truma min hanokuv from a fruit that grow that grew in an that's in order to cover fruit that grow that grew in a in a, a, a pot that did not have a hole in the bottom, which is not chayven truma minator, is only chayven truma midrabanan truma. It has a status of truma, but still below teach But it's a surubachilo. That's your mafresh truma samaisos from other peros because minator the hafrasha was not chal because we mafresh peros for for other peros that are not chayven truma the truma. Has the din of Tevel Gamur, and it's also Bachila until you're misakin it. So we can learn from this Mishnah that the Chum are not Choshish that the coin is going to uh, be Bali De Takala with this Truma. We can tell him how to fix it. So by the Mafresh Chala also, we should say, tell him that, look, this uh, has a status of Chala, Luchumra, but you still need to be Mafresh, just like we do with Truma. So it says, When it's two Kalim, the coin is going to listen to the Chalim, but in a single Kli, he's not going to listen. Meaning, when you're mafresh from a nutzitz nakov al she'eno nakov, it's two separate kalim. The kohen will understand that afrasha was not chal, and therefore he's going to listen to the chabim that he has to be masakin uh, the truma that he got from the Israel. So they, they don't require him to return it. But when he's mafresh chalim in a kemach, where everything is in one kli, so then the kohen is not going to listen to the chabim to uh, be masakin the kemach, and therefore the only res- the only uh, possibility is to return it. The baiseiman, another uh, explanation, um, the. Uh, the, the, the Olam Kohen made a sayis. Really, the Kohen will listen to the Chamim, even when you're mafresh chalim in a kemach, because Kohanim are zrizim, Kohanim are ksherim, or kasavra, balabayis, niskana isaso, vasil mechel betivla. The problem is, if the Kohen keeps it and he doesn't give it back to the balabayis, it's going to give the balabayis the impression that he's already done, that he took care of his chiyuv. But it wasn't really chalim, because it was only kemach, and therefore it's going to, he's going to end up eating tevel. What do you mean he's going to think that he's already done? I thought we said that, uh, that everybody knows that uh, Chal is invalid when it's given as Kemach. So it says, He kind of knows. He knows he can't be Marfish Chal Kemach. But he 
thinks that the only reason you can't do that is because of Tirchot the Kohen, but the Kohen's keeping it. Tirchot the Kohen, Kiblale. Obviously, uh, he's, he, he was Makabal himself, that Tirchot, that tir- because he was masking to receive it and to keep it. So the Gemara asks on this, uh, on this Teretz, Vitavi Truma, Vyachsur Vyitrum. So why don't we have another Eitzah? Let it be Truma, let it have the status of Chalo, let the Kohen keep it, and be Mechaev the Balabai, is to be Mafresh again. Sometimes we do that. Milo Tanan, didn't we learn in Mishnah, Mesechas Tamai, Min Sheinu Nakov Ala Nakov, that if you're Mafresh Truma from an Otzitz Sheinu Nakov to cover the Peros that grew in an Otzitz Nakov, which would be Chayiv Min Torah, Truma Vyachsav Yitrom, we say it has the status of Truma, but you got to do it again, because now uh, you have to be Mafresh properly. So, Kimna Betshemani Tzos, is. So we said, no, no, because that's in two separate Kalim, in two separate Kalim, a person's willing to listen. In one clear, a person's not willing to listen. says more of Lotzais, and one clear person is not going to listen to the Chabim, but don't we have the mission of Mesechus Trumos, Hatorim Kishos, a person's Mafras Truma from, uh, from, uh, from small melons, Venimsa Mara, and it turns out that they're, that they're not uh, ripened, Avatiach, Venimsa Saruach, Saruach, or uh, in uh, watermelon, it turns out that it's uh, spoiled, Truma Vyachsoviatrom, it's Truma, and he has to be Chayev to be, and he's Mafras it again, uh, and that's, uh, we see from there, even though it's all in one Kli, the guy's going to listen. To be mafreshit again, so why by mafresh chalim and akemach do we make the kohen return it back and we say, oh, maybe he's not going to listen? No, shiny asim to me daraisa truma ma'al yehi. The din of torin kishos and its nimtzamara is different because uh, over there it's 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 midaraisa. It's actually valid truma. But if you're mafresh, uh, but uh, uh, so, so the fact that he's chayv to be lachs of litrum is only midrabanan, but midrabayloi. And I know that that minatora it's valid truma from. How do I know that if you tore him from lesser quality and higher quality that the truma is valid? That if you're mafresh, you're a chaylev, meaning the best part, so then uh, it's not going to be a chait. We could be medayik, that if you're not mafresh from the best, then it is a chait. So it may not be a but if it wasn't even a hafrasha to begin with, what do you mean it's a chait? So we see that, that's, that it must be that that's considered a valid truma. So uh, since if you're Torah Mekishos and it turn turns out to be Mara, uh, the hafrash is going to be Chal Menatorah, therefore the Kohen doesn't have to give it back to the Israel because it's also to the Israel. You can't give it back to the Israel and you don't have to be Choshish for Takala if he doesn't give it back to the Israel because Menatorah you're Yotze anyway. But if you're Mafresh Chal Menatorah, it's not even Chal Menatorah. So if the Kohen doesn't give that Kemach back to the Israel, we have to be Choshish that, uh, the, that the Israel is not going to properly be Mafresh Chala from the dough and he's going to eat a dough that in fact is Teva. Okay, but tomorrow we'll pick up with Amarava. Last two words on the page. Great to